podcast. Um, what time is it? It's 7-12, and it's July 8th, 2021. 2021. It feels weird not to say 2020. Um, I'm, like, incredibly glad that I'm all alone right now. Um... I'm at my university campus, and this is the first time that I've properly walked around it and been back genuinely since December 2019. So it's been like a year and a half, and I guess you can probably hear. Um, what is it, sirens? Yeah, you can hear the sirens. I came here for an errand a couple months ago. So, like, I guess I kind of have been back, but not properly. I finished work, and then I packed my little tote bag with my water bottle and my wallet and all that fun stuff. And I double padded my ankles with band-aids and thick socks and put on my new Converse so I could break them in. And I thought I was going to try to hit 10k steps, but I got kind of caught up in my thoughts. And I just saw a monarch butterfly. I haven't seen one in a bit. They're pretty. I got kind of caught up in my thoughts um, while I was walking, and I kind of stopped to really look at the campus while I was here. Um... It's basically a ghost town. I saw maybe 10 people collectively, 15 maybe, in like the hour or so that I was walking around from the front side of University Avenue to the library that I used to work at, to the engineering buildings. And then I cut through the math buildings and then I turned back around and I came to the psychology building I'm right in between there and the environment buildings. There's a series of little gardens um, with different themes and different plants. So there's like a prairie garden and I'm right next to this rock garden with a little like Japanese pergola type. Or maybe it's a Chinese. I I don't know the actual, it's some type of East Asian architecture. I don't want to say the wrong one but there's a little rock garden that I'm sitting at and I just saw animals in all these gardens and um the monarch butterfly was going through all the flowers there's like yellow and pink and lavender and white and more pink some red ones some cream colored ones some prairie grasses. It's really, really pretty. The last time I sat here was more than two years ago, I think. And I was getting coffee with a grad student. And we sat down and she talked me through like a little career crisis that 19-year-old me was having about, I don't know what I want to go into. I think I want to go into this field of psychology. Maybe I want to go to grad school. Maybe I want to go into this field of psychology. 
and I just like I'm sitting on the other bench from where we sat and I just see myself there like all scared and nervous and like excited but I was working my first like big girl full-time co-op job because that's when this was in summer 2019 and like there's so many plants and I got so restless for a second when I was sitting here because I just felt this need to call someone and not be alone. But then I turned my podcast off and I considered listening to music, but I didn't want to hear anything except for like a voice, I guess. But even then, like, I don't know. I was just, no one seemed right to call either. And it was weird. And then I just sat here for like five minutes and I watched the butterfly and I just like haven't realized how much I've grown from the four years ago that I started here to now. And I don't doubt that in the next 10 months when I'm finishing up my time here, I won't be a completely different person or will have a different perspective on life and what the next chapter is going to bring. But the only thing I can picture is my 19-year-old self sitting on that bench and then the countless evenings and mornings and nights and afternoons that I walked the same route and entered the buildings next to me and had classes with like different people and worked and put like countless research hours into the building next to me and like I'm looking right now at the little path a friend of mine and I would take to get coffee when we worked together at the lab or when I'd go with my grad students to get coffee and the little windows that I always used to make fun of because only tenured professors got windows. And I would always make jokes with my friends about how psych students and grad students didn't get windows. We just went to conduct research in this windowless building. And I just passed by the window of a classroom that I had my medical anthropology lecture in, which like, completely changed so many ways that I thought about like healthcare and like I I remember that was one of the last times I was so excited to learn something and um is this still recording oh yeah I just always remember the library I spent hours and hours in that library from working there it was my first like I mean, I've had so many jobs, but it was one of those first, like, part-time jobs that I had where I worked, like, 10 hours every week or so, and I just go around the stacks and shelve books, and I'd listen to music or my podcast, or some of the best memories I had were in that library, and so were some of the worst ones. I had so many, like, stressful days and boring afternoons and like skipped shifts in that library. And there was a really rough period in my second year where I was going through a really hard time for a lot of reasons. And I was so tired and I was falling behind in my classes, but I was working extra hours because I needed the money 
and I would fall asleep in the public bathroom on every floor that I was shelving because I was so tired that I couldn't stay awake. So I'd just go sit in a stall and I'd fall asleep for 10, 15, 20 minutes. I don't even know if I should be exposing myself like this because that is kind of gross. But I was so exhausted to the point I would fall asleep in the bathroom. But then I remember that I found a book one day when I was shelving. And it was a really interesting occult book. That was, I had to shelve in an occult section. I didn't even know libraries had occult sections. And then I kept wandering around those stacks and I found like the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Like, how do you get a copy of that? And um, I remember shelving a book from like 1910 or like 1918 that was just a simple novel but it had a Christmas message written on it from Christmas 1917 or something, or 1918. And it had old-timey faded pen writing that was so faded it looked gray and it looked like pencil. And it was addressed to someone with much love from, like, her uncle or something. And I just, I don't know. Just, like, it was so, like, magical, I guess. It's so cheesy to say, but it's true. Like, old books just kind of put me in a really sentimental place. And, oh, it's getting kind of cold now. I might head out in a bit. <gasps> I really hope someone doesn't walk by. But I wanted to talk and reflect, or just, I just needed to get my thoughts out for some reason. But I didn't bring my journal, and I didn't calling someone didn't feel right and like being alone felt right especially at this moment um back to the library so oh now i'm just looking at the top of it and um every year during December time, or, like, I would say maybe in late November, the library has this, like, pole on top of it with, like, string lights connected to it and a big star, and they would light it up, and it looks like a little Christmas tree in light form on top of the library that, like, is in the middle of campus, and I just realized that it's probably up year-round. They just don't light it until, like, the appropriate season. They call the library the sugar cube because, well, it looks like a sugar cube, like it's big and square and grayish, whitish. I never called it that, though. I always called it DP. Acronyms. And sometimes I would just hide in the stacks at the library and just go on my phone and text my friends. And sometimes I'd watch YouTube videos. And I remember I would always be so careful if I remembered, like, one of my fellow employees or my boss was there. I would just be, like, looking like I was shelving tentatively and, like, paying the utmost attention to my work. And, oh, that was so funny. <sighs> I remember once I was sitting on a stool and I was, like, bent over in the darkest corner of the stack. She's, like, texting on my phone. And then my boss walked up right next to me. 
and scared the absolute crap out of me because I had my headphones in too. And I like jumped three feet in the air and she just looked at me. She's like, hi, Zion, how's it going? And I was like, hi, like, it's good. Oh my fucking God, hi. I was like scared half to death. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I liked working there. There were definitely some rough moments and weird memories, but it was, I have some good, good recollections of times there. And I walked through the arts quad and I walked by the languages building. And that's like my favorite building on campus. For some reason, I love that building. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I had such a fun time learning Spanish in it when I was in first year. I remember when I was in first year and I was taking Spanish, I was so determined that I was going to minor in Spanish and be fluent in it by the time I finished university. I had such big ambitions. I was going to learn a whole new language in the five years that I was here. Didn't necessarily work out for so many reasons, but I still love Spanish. I think it's a beautiful language. Um... But I don't know, walking through that building just brings me so much peace. And I remember walking down to the basement of it and getting a little Tim's coffee before heading out to one of my other classes. Or I'd have my Spanish lab there with such interesting TAs and instructors and interesting projects. And I felt so cool for... um working with like a fifth year student and like a third year student and they were all like I was like 17 18 and they were all like 20 21 22 23 and I thought I was so cool for like befriending 23 year olds and I was like amazed and I was like I'm so mature I really wasn't but I just that's so funny it's just such a sweet memory and I had so many like peaceful moments in the main area of that building because I'd always get like half an hour early to my class and there was this leather bench there that I would sit on and it was always so quiet in ML and I'd take out my book and I think I'd just read with my tea or my coffee and it was just always, I don't know, that like little area is so calm. Even when it was busy, that building was always calm. I never liked going into the main arts building with like all of the chairs and the fancy tables and the cafe because it was always so crowded and I just felt like I didn't like studying or concentrating there but it was nice to sit there because that felt like a real university experience with like that crowded student area with the coffee shop and the busy people working on projects. I remember I had a couple group project meetings in there which is fun. Um... Yeah, I walked through near the student center because I thought I could go to the convenience store and pick up those croissants, pick up one of those feta spinach croissants that I love, but they they close. And I haven't had one of those croissants since like months, maybe. Because I think the last time I tried to pick one up was last time I was on campus in whenever, like April, maybe. But then I tried to cut through the path uh, nearby through the math buildings to where I would take the bus home in my first and second and third years 
And I just got so sad walking down it because all the memories I have are of walking to exams in the math buildings or, um, oh, I'm shivering. It's cold. But yeah, I'd walk to exams in the math buildings or I would just be dragging my like little overnight weekend bag that was always so full to the brim with laundry and taking it back home. And so I would, and it was always at night during the snow, during the snow, like winter, not was it during, what is that? What do I mean by during the snow? I mean, during the winter, I would always be dragging my laundry through the snow back and forth to or from my dorm. And it was exhausting. And I just had like so many frustrating nights because I think it took me like a solid month to find that path because that was only 10 minutes across campus from my dorm to the bus stop versus like the first three or four times I never knew where it was and I never knew how to cut across campus properly when I was in my first year so I would go all the way around the perimeter road and that took me like a solid 30 minutes to get to the bus stop and I would be sweating and like in agony from all the heavy shit that I was carrying and all the clothes and my backpack and like I just felt so dumb and now I just know that path like the back of my hand from the times I've taken it and from the times I would guide my sister down that path because she's, she used it to get to the bus stop too when she was on campus in her dorm. I just... And the co-op center, the amount of interviews I've had there and the one lucky interview I had that gave me like my favorite job that like helped me figure out what the hell I want to do with my life I just, like, that's so weird to think that it was, like, two years ago. And I haven't been back since. But then everything happened in those two years. And I'm back now, and I'm by myself. And, like, I feel like I'm witnessing, like, a lifetime's worth of, like, memories through these, like, routes that I used to walk which is so traumatic, but it's true. I have so many different memories for me being like 17 to, to 20, maybe, on this campus. And each time I had a different favorite outfit or a specific stressor in my life or a specific friend or even like a specific person that I was seeing and or even when I was too scared to start dating, which is an interesting evolution in itself, now that I think about it on this campus, I just see, like, literally myself growing up as I walked here today, and it was so weird. And it made me really, really sad to kind of walk through it in, like, almost a ghost town way, but it also got me really sentimental. Because as much as I've become, like, kind of delusioned with this place, I'm still so sentimental to it. And, like, I miss when I would be walking through, like, heavy crowds of other people to get to my lectures. And I had, like, my favorite winter boots and, like, a coffee. Or I was debating spending the $6 at Starbucks with my best friend. And it's still so silent. This is so tranquil and 
I feel like I'm like so connected to the earth and for the longest time recently I felt like I've been like disconnected from like the world in a weird way but I think that's because I've been so caught up in my own life and my own emotions and I've been staying off social media as much as I can because it's been it hasn't been fun like I don't really like social media at the moment that I just have been so caught up in my own stuff that right now I just feel like I remember what it felt like to be like connected to like my own part of the world which was genuinely for a long time this campus and these buildings and the people I met here and just like existing here and living my life day by day and it I haven't felt that in a really long time I think the first time I felt it was last night and then I felt it again today and I even feel it now and it just I don't know it makes me miss like the old parts of myself and the old versions of myself but then I guess it also kind of like makes me like remember that I did have, like, a life. I do still have one, but it's not as tangible as what it was when I was, like, and it's not as tangible as what I remember it being here. Because now my life is very remote and online and in my apartment because of the pandemic. But it, it was so vibrant here, and it was so just exciting for the little things. I always used to think, what's next? I was always so future-oriented here, but it was an exciting future-oriented, and now future-oriented feels very wistful and, like, longing and just waiting for time to pass, waiting for things to change. And, like, I don't know, it was a nice, like, blast to the past to be here. I didn't walk through my old residence in my old university college. They have a lot of very permanent memories that I think I always will remember. But they're slightly separate, and I don't know if I need to relive them, because I remember them well enough. But, like, this walk through campus was valuable, and I don't know, I miss it like crazy. But I'm so glad I did it. This is so peaceful, and I just feel like it was the right thing to do. Does that make sense? I don't know. It was just really nice and it's so tranquil. And I might stay here for another 20 minutes and just think. I don't know what else to say. I think I've like dumped all my weird little memories out <laughs> into the void that's this. Will I publish this? I kind of want to publish it. Maybe I'll just, like, it's weird. I don't like letting my opinion out there anymore on social stuff, but I remember how I used to publish this, like, early 2020 when I first did it because I was so excited and, like, romanticizing the idea of a podcast and I'd be, like, thinking about talking to this on my commute home from Toronto and just, like, romanticizing that part of my life for a really long time. And <laughs> it was just really fun. That is the version of myself that I do miss.
who I was before April 2020, not even April 2020, like who I was before maybe like mid-March 2020, like early, early on when I was like just getting into the groove of feeling like a bougie little corporate person, walking in my fancy little shoes with my silly little laptop bag and my makeup all done and my hair all did and my little, my like earrings that I bought specifically to go with my work outfit down like Bay Street, like right out of Union and feeling like the baddest bitch in the whole world. (laughs) I kind of miss that. I was so excited every day and I loved it every day. I had like 14 hour days because I would commute for three hours total during the day. And then I had like an eight hour work day and then I would go straight to the gym for an hour after work. And I would be up at 5 a.m. and then passed out by like what, nine, not even nine, like 1030. And I do it again the next day and the next day. And then I was just so excited at the prospect of making new friends in the city and going to get drinks with them and like expanding my circle to people that I had never met and like making a LinkedIn for the first time and like I don't know I just I felt like I was romanticizing it all and I felt like those TikToks you see of that girl or like um being like one of those like productive hustle hustle culture bitches which like again is so toxic and like really draining and like hard on you as a person but I will admit that I did like romanticizing it and it was fun for me and I just had so much fun when I did it and I was so happy then and it was like the first time I feel like I found a weird sense of like excitement and like independence for so many reasons and I just miss that those three months I miss who I was then I I feel like I was loving every second of my life I loved it so much and I know it was a really hard time at moments for people in my life that weren't me but just when I think back to it I don't know I just hold those months so fondly in my memory and I look at them with such rose-colored glasses and I feel like I'm always trying to get back to them which I don't think I ever can but I think I can remember them and try to like bring some of that excitement and like memory back into how I am currently and maybe I'll have that experience again in the future with working in downtown again and like I don't know maybe not commuting but like just having that experience for a couple years if life takes me that way I think it'd be fun and I feel like I'd feel like I would be 20 again just excited to like see where my life was gonna go that's how I felt I was so excited to see where I could go because I think that's what not it's kind of stupid to say but that's what that job made me feel like but it's also what that entire experience made me feel like and I was just so proud of myself and I was riding that high of being proud of myself and feeling so insanely lucky for months And it was an amazing feeling. And I think it was one of the happiest I've ever been with myself. And I just get that memory 
of that initial shock. And I remember I called my grandma, I think, of all people. Because she, I think she was the only one in in reach at the time. My parents were in India, I think. And I called her and I said, like, I got a job in Toronto and I'll be home for four months. And I was so excited to be home because I hadn't been back for a while properly. And I got to see all my high school friends and we all bonded and we would get brunch and we were deciding to make brunch like a weekly thing or like a monthly thing. And I just felt so connected to everything in a way and it was just such a it was just such a good time it makes me so happy to even think about it I'm always going to look back on it with fondness honestly it made me really really happy I think I might do this walk again like in the next few weeks probably while summer's still here I miss it like normal life yeah I really miss it I almost miss like younger me too for so many reasons not all of them because I kind of like some knowledge that I've gained and parts of who I am now But I do miss bits of younger me. And I don't know, I kind of wish I could sit with her now if she was on that bench in front of me and just like have a coffee and we'd catch up on our own, my own life together. I'm just, I don't know. I think that would be such an interesting thing to do. Yeah, I wish I could, like, tell her that, like, she's sitting there freaking out about something now. Wait until you just give it two years and then see where you're at. Because you're going to be in a completely different spot for some amazing and really good reasons. And then for some really, really bad ones that are that will hurt you. But will also, like, you'll get through that part, too. Oh my god, I hope no one ever listens to this, because this is so fucking cheesy. But, like, this is so corny. But I'm so in my feelings right now. Maybe I should have just recorded this on my phone and kept it as, like, an audio journal entry versus, like, a podcast episode. Because, again, who the hell am I to have a podcast? Like, I'm just sitting here in the middle of, like, wherever the hell Canada talking about my sentimental memories about my university campus like literally who am I but again I think romanticizing it kind of helps and is kind of cute and I'm gonna keep doing it because I like it and it makes me feel like 20 year old me 20 year old me in January to March 2020 that's the little mindset I kind of want to get back except a bit less naive a little bit more jaded, <laughs> a bit more of a, a bitch, and 
very appreciative of nature for some reason, which is a weird evolution I didn't think I'd ever see in myself. I was just chill to sit on my screens in my room or like not ever go camping. And now I just love plants and I love being outside and I love trees. I'm, I fucking love trees. Like I just, they're my favorite thing in the whole world. I just love looking at them and like thinking about how old they are and just, I never thought I'd be a person who loved trees and loved being outside. But again, I think that's part of the change that has happened for me in recent times. But yeah. Um, anyways, I hope no one ever listens to this. I will probably listen back to it to cringe at myself, but... And feel a little bit sentimental and, like, romanticize But for now, I think I'm going to call it a day and sit here for a few more minutes and then head home so I can have some dinner. I got vegan mozzarella sticks on the menu tonight. I am incredibly excited and of course some roasted veggies because I love plants and I love eating plants. (laughs) So a good 33 minutes and whatever seconds podcast. See you whenever I get all up in my feelings again. Bye.